The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. Wilbur Curtis gives you some of the best batch brewers around. They're so consistent. They're insane. You can program them. Your coffee's going to taste better than it ever has. And if you don't want to deal with that, guess what? It comes pre-programmed, so don't even worry about it. Also, this family-owned company has gone full solar, full green, full awesome. You know what that means? That means the sun comes down. They get the power. The power powers the plant where they create the brewers, and those brewers come out to us ready to go. Have you ever heard of a seraphim? Not just an angel, folks. No, folks. That is a tasty, tasty brewer for by-the-cup coffee. Even the coffee nerds can get a nice little shower head, program that thing. You heard of the clover? This is the new new. Seraphim, angel, ring down, happy coffee. Everything is coming together for you. If you hit up Wilbur Curtis and my friend Brent Curtis, who I've seen, who has kids, have seen. Of course, I've seen him. He's a great guy. He helps us out all the time takes his kids to Disneyland we have the best time as well this family-owned company treats people right they do a great job they're becoming the premier place to get your coffee equipment for batch brewing do it to it and if you need a water boiler guess what they have that too okay bye-bye jump man jump man jump man that boy's at the sun I don't know I don't either. It's uh, I think Taylor Swift sings it, right? Really? Yeah, Jumpman by Taylor Swift. Jumpman? Yeah, Jumpman by Jump Taylor Man Swift. Jumpman 23? Yeah. Back. <laughs> Co-produced by Drake. That's a uh, Michael Jordan's Instagram handle. Jumpman. Or the, Jumpman. That's Jumpman. a Jordan Instagram handle. Have you listened Jumpman to Jumpman 23? Lamar? Yeah, I don't like Kendrick Lamar. I didn't like any of his stuff, but I like his new stuff. See, I actually haven't liked him at all in the past. I had never really listened to him in the past, and then. His new thing dropped, and I was like, okay, I'll go listen to it. So I listened to it at the gym, and I'm like, he has the fucking worst voice ever. That's high. Yeah, It's like so obnoxious to me. That was hard for me, too. There's two songs that I can get on that are really hard, and one of them is the one with you, too, and then the one that's already famous that kind of goes old school. It's called uh, Humble, and it's like it's just old school sound with the piano and stuff. I couldn't get by it. It was like that old dilated people's like line from the, and it was like, what was it? I don't really care how dope you write or look. MCs without a voice should write a book. <laughs> and like Kendrick, <laughs> you should write a book, dude, because your voice fucking sucks. <laughs> People are gonna write it like, I love Kendrick. You look like an idiot too. He does have some side braid, top braid. Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. He's got some deep, deep cuts in there though. And apparently, he's got some beef with Meek Mill. And just he does. Like, yeah. But Meek Mill Beef just freaking Meek ripped Mill. him person. to shreds, dude. Different it's like town. a whole different thing. Like, I mean, he's obviously bigger than Meek Mill, but it's well, like, I feel like Meek Mill would like actually kill somebody. <laughs> like, that's how you get respect from me <laughs> in the hardcore game. <laughs> I have not followed Meek Mill enough to, <laughs> to comment. It's the Cat and Cloud Street Podcast. Yeah. We're just blowing off some steam, everybody. Keeping it super thugged out. Yeah, welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. We're going to start with some soft odes to G rappers, <laughs> and we're going to move into just freestyling our lives because tomorrow we take off for SCA. We're behind on everything. We're about to give our speeches. Tonight, I'm doing a run-through for whomever is interested at the cafe. For whomself. For anybody <laughs> who wants to cruise over. And uh, Jared just discovered that he has the last MacBook Pro on Earth that doesn't have an HDMI import. Oh, I have to go to Best Buy and get a USB to HDMI, and then hopefully it works with our projector. What generation is that, bro? It's the right generation. It's a 2012. I think. Oh, it's not a Pro. That's what it no, is. It's, it's the not. MacBook Normal. It's the MacBook MacBook yeah, Royale. It's like a 10 incher, you know. No, it's a good screen size. 
It could be. I think it actually might be a pro. It just might be right before it all got serious. Is that a pro? I don't know, dude. It might be a pro. It's a pro because it's got all the stuff on the side. Pre-game pro, except anyway, for HDMI. <laughs> it's a pre-HDMI. It's before <laughs> HDMI was necessary. Now it's necessary. So whatever, America. I don't have what it takes anymore. It but says... What, what does that say? On, it says Apple... Legends never die. Apple 2E. Is that a thing? Yeah, dude. Apple Second 2E? Excellence. <laughs> Play Frogger all <laughs> day. So, yeah, we're taking off. Again, speeches Friday, Saturday. Mine's Friday. Chris is a Saturday. Thursday night at the at La Marzocco. You're going to come on down. You're going to hear Chris talk about some espresso technique and love, how he approaches it, right? Yeah, the event is called Welcome Home. So it's basically a series of talks geared towards the home user, people who probably wouldn't want to pay you know, a couple hundred bucks to get an expo and then find that there's not a lot of stuff for them because it's mostly geared towards professionals or people who own cafes. So LM's putting on some stuff for the home users. So just going to talk about approach to espresso basics, some like do's and don'ts, and like where you can get the most bang for your buck. So if you're coming and... You're like, I want to hear the craziest, most wild thing. You are, but it's going to be different than you think. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. So it's not really an advanced class. But that's cool. if advanced someone wanted to come, it would be a good way to think about how do you structure like a consumer-facing class or how do you structure like espresso basics in a way that's like really easy to understand okay, and easy to hold on to. Plus, going to the KXP building is gangster anyway, and it'll be fun. You can taste some Tim Wendell's Pro, which is you know not usually in the United States. It's here now, though. Yeah, man. From, from there to here. Yeah, my wife's in Norway, so it's like weird role reversal. That's true. I'm Your gonna call her from uh, the LM Cafe. I'd be like, "Where are you? I'm right here." <laughs> hey, babe, can you go to Tim Wendell Bows? Pop on down to Wendell Bows. <laughs> I miss you. I'm here. I don't see you. Is no, I'm right Norway? here. Is he in Norway? He's in Oslo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure his cafe is in Oslo. Yeah. She's in Oslo for two days, then okay. goes up to somewhere. Yeah, just far away. Near. <laughs> on like a fishing. In the beer fjords. The beer fjords. Fjords. Yeah. Fjords and like a place called Buda, mm. which is up north and then even more north to go on a Arctic Circle shipping expedition. She's yeah. Catch a salmon. She's probably going to catch a salmon or whatever though. they squeeze fish oil out of. Whatever kind of fish it is. Large fish. What kind of fish? Like a huge marlin. The North Atlantic. I think they catch a marlin and then put it in like a huge garlic press on the ship. And then that goes straight to bottle. <laughs> 100%. That's so pure. Unadulterated fish oil. <laughs> 100% marlin. We uh, are distracted. What's What are we, we going to do? We fly out tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you What's what Wednesday and Thursday going to look for us besides well, your speech. Wednesday, we're going to get there, which is tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. Is this going up today? This will go up today or tomorrow morning. So either today we'll be there or tomorrow we'll be there, depending <laughs> on who you are. So Wednesday, we're probably not going to do much except oh, for get nice dinner. some dinner. So we fly in. We'll land about, what, 5 o'clock. Yeah. Go to yeah. the B&B. Yep. Straight kick it. Connect try with to, the squad. Try to find the homies. I actually just opened up the um, Sprudge right, where the party, party guide yeah. Girl, entitled The Only SCA party. Expo Party Guide You Really Need. And I have a feeling that that is accurate. I mean, this is I'm probably go find another one, the so. only SCA <laughs> Expo Party Guide you really need. So Wednesday, Michelle, who is the chocolate barista. Yeah, she's gangster. She's hosting a party at Cherry Street. I feel like Cherry Street's hosting a lot of stuff. Well, they have the new restaurant slash cafe that Layla, Layla's little, the public house deal. That's kind of her brainchild. She's been working on it for a long time. So that'll be a fun place to go check out. They have some Parisian food, I believe. 
I can't speak to it very well. I haven't been there yet, but it, I'm excited to try it. It I've says here that we can set our phasers to chill for this party. Well, I mean, and I'm, I'm always <laughs> looking to set my phasers to chill, Chris. So. I'm down to chill, so maybe we'll go chill with that. We the, might go hit the town and watch the band, The Harshmellows. They're going to throw out a pretty rocking show. The Harshmellows? Yeah, dude. Not to be confused with the Marshmallow. Yeah, dude. Different. Our CTO, <laughs> Alex Mars, <laughs> who will be at Expo. I'm actually super scared to go to Expo because I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm not good with people. So <laughs> we're taking two of our employees. So we're taking Alex, who Alex handles the bulk of our technology and also the bulk of our wholesale operations. So Gangster. If you placed an order, you would talk to him and he would, you know, he'd set you up with a nice brewer, he'd some decanters. Back. He would tell you the recipe, set you up for success. He's going to go and it's going to be his first expo Same ever. With Grace. Same with Grace. So Alex is new to specialty coffee, but he's kind of like a techie, but he's also a foodie. He loves to cook things and yep. make things and previously worked for the ice cream shop across the street just because he wanted to work with Kendra, who is like a renowned foodie around where we live. Mm -hmm. And in and in San Francisco, she's known pretty well. And in the SF, yeah. yeah. Article in the Chronicle, drop it like it's hot. Article yeah. Chronicle. She claimed that we were her favorite coffee place in Santa Cruz. We'll take it. I'll take it. I like it. We're into it. Um, yeah, and then there's Grace, who is also new to specialty coffee. Give you the best service that you've ever had in your life, though. And she's also got an affinity for baking things. Yeah. So she, I don't know if Alex bakes, but he cooks. So Grace loves to bake. She'll come to the meetings with like cookies and things and stuff that I can't eat or I'll get fat and weird. I'll have the gluten layer in full effect. Too. The gluten Just gluttony. A three millimeter layer of gluten surrounding <laughs> my whole body. And I feel like. <laughs> it was like that time when I tried to gain weight and then drank a gallon of milk every day. You that's the did gain weight. That's Chris. the GoMad diet, gallon of milk a day. I if you guys weight. go look back to like 2010, <laughs> 11, Chris, you're going to see like a thick-necked Chris I had with like a sick hat. I had a good 20 pounds on what I had right now. You were deep, I dude. think I got up to 185 at the max, which is like 165 is like my walking around weight for all y'all. You got to buck 85, dude. That's you like thick to win. I was so fat and weird. You were trying to intimidate the Bruce competitors. I was like pretty strong, but I was not in a good place. Health-wise, low. I just want it. wise high. I'm like, yeah, I could pick stuff up. Yeah, dude, you could, dude. Adam, my friend Adam, was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you look like shit. <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, I'm just trying to gain weight. He's like, yeah, it's bad. Dude, you're like Mac and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> going hard in the paint. I'm all look good. It's like, fine. Totally. Yeah, we're going to take Grace and Alex. The only thing that they've requested so far is that we go to General Porpoise Donuts because because grace wants to try some of those donuts so i mean we're gonna do that because pink espresso machine but here's the thing neither one of these people are trained baristas i in love that any way shape or form so if you ask alex or grace to pull you a shot of espresso they just look at you and be like they would give it their best go i bet yeah but grace could steam a little bit of milk she's in grace she's could in steam some milk yeah yeah, she's yeah. she could pour you a nice yeah. lady yeah a but nice that's one. great dude and that's what we're about we're bringing them with us and it's gonna be sick they're gonna be really they're going to come back on fire in like a different way. It'll be fun. I said this before and I'll say it again. Damn, I love being a turtle. Damn, I love being <laughs> a turtle. Um, with things like this or even barista competitions is really where I've talked about it a lot before. It's like if you're going to have someone compete from your company, you should at, at least have like one experienced competitor and one new competitor. But even better than that would be 
to new competitors because those people are going to get the most out of the experience more so than someone who's done it like three or four times or, or even twice. Really. You've got this like diminishing return that you get from the experience. And it's every time we did it, we learned something for sure, but you never learn as much as you do the first time. Your eyes are never, your eyes are never blown that wide open. Yeah, no, never again. And now it's cool because of, like the way technology works and the platforms that you have, yeah. like you don't need to rely on something like a barista competition to drive any sort of marketing. You can do that like on your own. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's totally true. There's like a lot less value in it than there was before. I think it still can be valuable, but I think the value of bringing someone new and having them have a life changing experience and maybe like put in to develop an employee that's going to be with you for like five years outweighs the value of having a superstar that someone cares about for like six months. Yeah. I almost, I almost see the value more in like how well the person connects with other people than I do the actual value and like how well they do in the competition. Because at the end of the day, like that barista competition is awesome, but it doesn't necessarily state to your local demographic, like how awesome of a company you are at all. It doesn't mean a thing. And I don't really think anybody thinks you're any cooler. Like if we take someone like, um, who's really good, Lem Butler. So Lem is like the nicest person on earth. And he's always like, even if he gets knocked out of a round, like a few years ago, Julia told me this is like, he stays and he watches everyone compete. He's a friendly guy. And, there's like nothing in my mind that could raise his stock. Yeah. So when he won the USBC, which I was super happy about because he totally deserves it. He's one of my favorites, but like, I didn't think he was any cooler. I'm like, right. dude, you were already as cool as you could have been. And that's just because of how he treats people, the connections that he makes and his enthusiasm. Yeah. He got what he deserved basically. Finally. So yeah, it's like you can, you can have impact. He was having impact on people long before he ever won the USBC. Yeah, and honestly, competition was just a showcase to like put more in the limelight what he was already doing. You know, like it just gave him an opportunity to be around all these people and do what he just normally does anyway, right? Just, I mean, like, like I couldn't remember anything from his USBC performance, but no, I but could I tell you that like all I know is good things about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's won like a bunch of regionals before that, but still, you know, right. like But anyway, so, you know, it's just a different way to think about it. But it's really cool. We're going to bring two people who are super green and they're, they're going to have a really good time meeting all of you. And I'm really excited to introduce them to all of you because they're one of two of they're one of person together people who work for us, all of which are equally awesome and fun to be around. So that'll be kind of fun to show them. I just like showing people around new cities. Grace has never been to Seattle. I hope Alex gets mad. I mean, that's hard to do because I've never seen him mad. Well, so you're going to have to like pee on him or what something can we weird, do? like something super inappropriate. What can we do? He's a very well-tempered human being. What can we do to make Alex upset? <laughs> we could ask him. We should have had him on the podcast. Alex, what upsets you? Alex, we're going to do that. What makes you mad? Maybe we could like sneak a habanero into like, <laughs> <laughs> we could pull the age old tale of like, Hey, here's a nice soda. And then oh. the bottom of his straw is actually just like a packet of salsa. I got a great idea. So I um, always pack these like little flushable butt wipes with me wherever I go. Yeah. You and Perger love those things. Yeah. Because why toilet paper? I mean, we talked about this, yeah, right? Like, if you got poop on your hand, would you wipe it off with like a dry piece of paper and call it clean? No, absolutely not. You would not. So, flushable wipes, carry them everywhere. So, maybe if I took a package of these wipes and like soaked it with like jalapeno juice Jeez. and then like offered to let him use them. 
I'm all here, dude. Have a wipe. It'll improve your experience. Yeah, call Corn Wallace. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I kind of think that that would still. He would be like, "That's ah, a good one, Chris." He'll be like, "I love Ring of Fire." <laughs> <laughs> He'd like play the song in the bathroom. Be like, you got me. He's all kind of. You fits. got me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you son of a bitch, you got me. And then he'd probably punk you like way harder. Because he's probably, <laughs> he probably would. He'd so, think of some like weird way. He's so creative. That dude. I would never see coming. And I'd be like, oh shit. And maybe like, like three months later. He'd totally like hijack something technical, like your whole YouTube My channel. whole Instagram <laughs> account Instagram. is like pictures of his face, like yeah. just a wallpaper like of his face. Old butts. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! Blurry ones too. At that, like, just <laughs> he just put a bunch of pictures of bacon on your, <laughs> on your feet. <laughs> I'm all, mm. no. Chris's relevance is starting to change. He loves bacon. I feel I like he's got different passions Maybe than he's had in the, in the past, dude. He's back on that go mad. He's about to go buck ninety this time. What coffee are we bringing up there, by the way? What are we bringing up there? We're bringing a coffee from Ooh. Antigua. We're bringing some swag. Yeah, we're bringing, we're bringing some, some stuff things. from Bay Carmona. And we're connecting with our friend uh, Pine Flat Illin. Pine Flat Illin. So, yeah, coffee. Okay, coffee. I actually love the way that we did coffee this year, which was we didn't prep anything special. No, just we, just, we just have the menu, and then we were all cupping coffees last week. And then there was one. There was like... One certain lot that was a standout from, uh, we bought three or four coffees from the Bay of Vista Mill. And this one was just like ridiculous. So we're like, cool, we'll just bring this one. Right. And that was like the only discussion about it. And then I felt like I wanted to somehow be like more involved and just, just for fun, make it feel good. So I was like, told Nick who roasts the coffee. I'm like, all right, Nick, we're going to come in. I'm going to come in Thursday morning. I'm going to like, I'm going to roast this coffee with you. So like, <laughs> Basically, I just stood there and I'm like, yep, yep, totally, yep. You're doing it exactly like I <laughs> <Yeah>. trained you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the line is like the same and I'm like, maybe a half second. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's all intuitively, I'm going to do this and you're all like, me too. He's probably thinking, this guy's an idiot. What is he doing here? And I'm like, 0.1% development more. <laughs> half a second longer. If you mess this up, it's your ass, buddy. <laughs> it's your ass. You're moving back to New York forget about it um so we just cut more coffees this morning and then actually we're not bringing that coffee yeah we switched it up we switched it up which it, yeah it wasn't the same it wasn't the same and this one was like oh okay cool nice this is even better yeah so that's good um but i like that approach because i feel like in years past it's always been like this big old deal to where right. it's like oh my gosh i gotta get this special coffee and blah, like blah. we have to blow everyone's mind and right like, we already have good coffee and the thing is it's like okay like, if you're not proud of what you're doing every day, like, why would you even do it? So if you can't bring right. a coffee that's just off the shelf, then that kind of sucks. Charles Babinski kind of talked about that yeah, with like the Yergeshev that he used in his winning performance. He's like, yeah, I just grabbed off the shelf. It's like a good representation of what we serve in the cafe. What we love. Which I think is cool. I like that, too. So we got some cool swaggies. That. That's coffee. We have some cupping spoons. Oh, that's right. I love our new cupping spoons. We don't have a lot of them, but we have some, so... Limited run. Maybe if you could sweet talk your way into some uh Maybe if you brought us some general spoons. porpoise donuts, we would for sure give you one. Maybe if you brought us salads every third oh, yeah, hour. Chris can't have a <laughs> porpoise donut. Are you going to break your diet for this I'll trip? eat some weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to eat mostly clean. Yeah. Well, mostly clean is okay, I think. Yeah, I'll definitely have a few weird things. Yeah. Beef um, tongue. Yeah, it's the pork lingua, rat. dude. Pork bacon wrapped lingua. 
chorizo and bread. Just white wonder bread. <laughs> nice raw egg and ice cream. It's like a chorizo and raw egg sandwich. <laughs> Wheat on the bottom, white oh on the top. Gosh. Yeah, you soap in the egg white. It's Put it in a soap. centrifuge like James <laughs> Hoffman in 1986. Oh, yeah. Hoffman's. Coffee and donuts. We got some stickers and some thingies. Yeah, we got some fun little stuff. Got some fun little doodads. No big whoop. Yeah. Um, this is the first year we've been is it's like a different kind of busy, right? Every other year we've committed. I know we talked about this on the prior podcast, but every other year we've committed to just like tons of different booths. This year all we're doing is San Franciscan booth and then our speeches. And we've got some things we want to accomplish, you know, uh, at the trade show as far as looking around and looking at potential products for the future. But I kind of like the ability to have a little free time and maybe like record a podcast or two with some people and connect because... We've been so busy every year, like so busy that we come home just like absolutely drained. And I don't think I can afford to come home as drained as I have in the past. I right just now can't do it with all that we have going on with the second store opening in like a month and a half or two months tops or whatever. Like, or whatever. <laughs> we're like, maybe we just won't open it. No, I'm kind of cool. Yeah. We're just what they say Psych, and yeah. what happens. So I'm kind of excited to just be able to. It is weird to connect with people as much and have all those conversations. Get a little nervous talking about that but it's gonna be fun to talk to all y'all oh yeah i got super nervous about giving my lecture this morning i was yeah. like oh it's gonna be a thing i'm probably gonna have a morning drink it's gonna be whatever yeah we can just talk about it i'm not gonna lie though i did it last night and i fucking tore it up you did oh yeah i ripped a new one on it dude that's good but i haven't fully ripped maybe i'll like ones, totally but... blow it when i get there it's really hard to say when you're looking at however many people yeah i mean it is what it is i'm just gonna give a presentation about what i believe in and I like being on stage though, but there's this slight chance that I'll just like take the energy and just totally forget why I'm even there. And I'll be like, yeah, this is fun. What am I doing? You'll be like, hey guys, roasting, am I right? You I'm make all, it brown. Um, not too brown. <laughs> medium brown. Not also, too, not too yellow. You know those customers that go other places? Let's get them in your cafe. Yeah. How can we do that? How can we do that? How can get we do that? Get them in the crosshairs and take them Snipe down. Snipe them, dude. <laughs> so yeah. Converting consumers to specialty, we're going to sell it after the fact with a little package deal. It's like a net, and it's you can just go catch customers. Oh, yeah, we've got that. Yeah. You're just walking down the street, and you just fucking throw a net on people. It works perfect. Tow them over. It's like catching chickens in the wild. Pour coffee on their face. <laughs> Customer for life. <laughs> That's the essence of what I'm going to talk about. That is the essence. Um, and then I think we'll actually be busier in... We'll different be ways because we have people with us. Yeah, it'll be fun, though. There's a lot of connecting that needs so, to happen and explaining which i'm cool with that actually i'll like that a lot in the past you know it's kind of just been like you and i just hustling like crazy for like the last well, two because you book years. a booth like back to back because yeah. everyone like you want to get in every booth because most facetime most showcasing your coffees yeah and then like in your mind you're like dude obviously i'm gonna make espresso for people this is gonna be the most fun thing ever but then in reality you get there and you're you're kind of tired and you get on and then the person that's going off is late and then the grinder is all different and then it's like super weird and you're like, ah, and then, you know, they have like the darkest roasted coffee in and then you have like the lightest roasted or vice versa. Right. So the grind adjustment right off the bat is like really huge. And they're like, we're, we're prototyping this new grinder. Yeah. And you're like, how does it work? And they're like, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like kind of like this. It kind of works like this. That um, works every time. So there's that. <laughs> there is that. 
So that's why I think it gets kind of overwhelming. And then you finish one, you go to another, and it's just, it's like a lot of like the setup and breakdown. And you eat weird food that's on the floor instead of going to get food. And then right when you feel like you've got in your groove, then it's like done. your booth is over in yeah. like 10 minutes. So the only booth we're doing is the SF Roaster booth, which would be fun. Bill sent me a picture of this sweet metal cutout that yeah. kind of looks like our sign in front of our store. It's a lot like our sign. It looks really big, Bill. Is it that big in real life? Hey, Bill guess we'll find out bill we'll see what happens guess we'll find out uh but i think that's going to be cool it's nice to do a booth that's not espresso mm-hmm. machine manufacturer or grinder manufacturer it's like a different take it'll be fun i don't even know what happens at a roaster's booth yeah this is also the first time that they're ever having a booth so i think it's cool that they're doing espresso preparation with notable people in it instead of just having machines. a booth yeah, yeah who use their machines instead right. of just having a booth with like a roaster and be like right. this is our roaster smart i think it's yeah, an awesome like, marketing idea this is coffee that was roasted on our roaster yeah these so, guys can do it you can you too. can do it too <laughs> that's so sick <laughs> we are looking to hire everybody so if you're listening to this and you're in the general santa cruz area well we're not looking to hire everybody we're looking to hire some people <laughs> <laughs> who are correct for us we're looking to hire comma but uh, yeah, we're looking to hire people to work with us in our Abbott Square um, place downtown that'll be open in the next couple of months. And so if you're interested, you should shoot us an email, info at catandcloud.com and title it, hire me. And then tell me <laughs> why you, we would want to hire you and include a resume and talk about, yeah, what if you're interested and why you are. And, and then we can kind of go from there. I'm looking for in general, like eight to 10 people. So I'm getting into the interview process, and if you're really, really far away, I'd encourage you to think really long and hard before you decide you think you want to move to Santa Cruz because we're really expensive. I'd also ask that you guys who are already listening to the podcast uh, go back and listen to How Do We Benefit Dial-In episode and check out our Kickstarter video before you write in just to make sure you're like really gathering some uh, general ideas of who you're freaking dealing with. You don't even get it. You don't get us. You don't get it. You just like don't even get it. A lot of people. California is different. It's like you don't understand. You wouldn't get it. No, it's hard to live here in Santa Cruz, and you know we're we're growing, but we're no (laughs) we're not rich guys. I'll tell you that much. Speaking of Kickstarter, our friend Janine, who is if you give a girl a saw on Instagram and everywhere else, she just launched her Kickstarter, for which I did the video, and I'm excited about it, and. You should go check it out. She is like one of my biggest inspirations as a business person. And she started her business basically two years ago all by herself. And she's done everything A to Z. And it's just so nuts the amount of success that she's had and how her craft has grown. And it's like blowing my mind she's like incredibly smart she's really good at marketing she's got an awesome eye for aesthetic her pieces are rad and i'm freaking super pumped for her she's very good so she also did the the table type table tops in the bar front in our cafe and that is neat that is neat and that's why this is relevant okay i'm not just plugging a friend but i would do it anyway oh yeah <laughs> Even no, if, we can plug this friend so yeah, check it out. It's super rad. She's trying to get a van because she has a 1995 Aerostar that breaks down basically every other day. She doesn't live in it, you guys. She doesn't live in it yet. <laughs> no, she just moved into a new shop, and it's killer. They took a big empty space, and her and Mikey built it out. 
and it's like nicer than most people's houses that I know. It's pretty nice. Mikey did the tops of our counters and our uh, and our actual the physical cabinets. structure of the yeah, bar, the structure of the whole situation. They're a little power couple out there just working on their stuff together, <laughs> aren't they? And they did he did it uh, or they did an amazing sink too in their bathroom. The sink's sick. Yeah, it's a diamond. sink with a diamond cabinet. Yeah, dude, I'll take a diamond cabinet. Did mm. they make that? Yeah, yeah, everything they made in there. Yeah, dude, it's pretty messed up. Handcrafted, hand born. <laughs> Those are our updates, you guys. This is a mini episode, so you're dealing with it, and we're giving it to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that even mean? And we're just gonna take off, and then we're gonna get back into giving you some good, good stuff here in the next couple of months. We're gonna get some people on and talk a little more seriously about things. But you know, for those of you who follow us and get off and have a good time with us, thanks for being here. Right? Anything else? I don't know. All I'm looking at right now is elevated coffee experience. Yeah, you guys trying to get six lifted? to eight p.m. on uh, I think that's on Friday, dude. And Let's it says, <laughs> "What if coffee had like weed, man?" That's the opening line. That's what it says. I wish that they would actually. Let's just. I have to say this. Why do they have to plug that? Like, you Make have it to stonery. be like a stoner. Yeah, like you have to be a stoner to be interested in this. Because because people who smoke weed are bad people. Dude. Oh, that's why. You're right. It actually makes total sense. They're now. lazy. Yeah, they're idiots. They don't get anything done. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like there's so much information out there about like the medical benefits of stuff like this that it's, I'd be like, you guys should like open up your demographic a little bit there. I'm not a marketing genius, but that opening line is like, okay, I'm obviously going to like hang out with people who are stoners. Right. Like default, I mean, we've, which yeah. is not true. We should, we should go. This actually isn't, I'm super down to go. We should go. And this isn't the first time we've had this conversation is like no. the, the medical marijuana community as a whole has done like a pretty bad job of having people see it. And it's actually not too different than almost like what specialty coffee has done, but totally. in a different way to where, you know, Label we yourself. talked about that McDonald's commercial and like people see us as like aloof and like we don't understand yeah. normal people and we're like exclusive and you can't come here if you're cool. Right. Weed has done the other thing where it's like, you just got to be like, just lazy, like, y'all bro, dude, yeah, if dude. smoke weed and like nobody who's like really doing anything does it. So it's like, I we could probably with- learn from each other, you know, and both kind of shift our narratives and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, I'm a successful person. I have big ideas. I'm like very, you know, creative and driven and smoke some weed and drink specialty coffee. I'm like, I smoke beers and coffee. I smoke beer and coffee. I'm like the new most optimized version of a human being that ever was. You know why? It's because the marketing from the Cat and Cloud Coffee podcast. And there you have it. (laughs) Genius in a podcast. We nailed it for you. You're welcome. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah, guys, this has been the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. Thanks for listening to 30 Minutes of Absolute Shenanays. I'll see you in Seattle or I'll see you at another time. That's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs>